Welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And today we have an absolutely packed house here, everyone, in the studio and on Zoom uh, to talk about the vital work of the Illinois Realtors Relief Foundation. Uh, With so many extreme weather events taking place, the work of the foundation has quite literally never been more needed. And here to talk with us today all about the foundation and its recent efforts, we're welcoming three amazing Illinois Realtors staff members. Here in the studio, we have our Vice President of Operations, Kathy Mattis, our Assistant Operations Manager, Brandy Moore, and joining us on Zoom is Catherine Bazaras, one of our Governmental Affairs Directors. Kathy, Brandy, and Catherine, thanks for all for joining us today. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, let's just start right here at the beginning, though. So for some members who uh, aren't familiar with you guys, uh, maybe this is the first time they're hearing your voices or something. Uh, let's introduce yourselves and your role in the association and your role with the uh, Realtors Relief Foundation. Kathy, why don't we start with you, then Brandy, and then Catherine will throw it to you. So Kathy, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay. I'm Kathy Mattis. I work in the operations department and I oversee the Illinois Realtor Relief Process with Brandy doing all the heavy lifting. Ah, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Well, Brandy, what about you? Hi, I'm Brandy Moore. I work in the operations department. I am responsible for the Illinois Realtor Relief Foundation process from start to finish. I watch for disasters around our state and reach out to local association when one occurs. The process develops from there if they meet the requirements. Absolutely. And Catherine, what about you? Yes. So I do local government affairs uh, with Illinois Realtors, and I um, am just happy that we have such a program um, with the Realtors. And I was happy to be able to use it at this time. So speaking of the program, um, Kathy, can you provide a little background information about the Illinois Realtors Relief Foundation and its purpose? Sure. It was established in 2015, and we established it because the Illinois Realtors wanted to be able to reach out to the um, state's communities that have been affected by disasters. Just to give you a little background, we since establishment, we have donated over $300,000 to over 750 families. So we're doing really great stuff out there. It's exciting. Absolutely. Well, and plus, you know, as I said um, at the beginning, obviously extreme weather events are getting more and more frequent, unfortunately. Um, And so this is why the work is so, so vital. But, you know, in terms of the foundation itself, what actually qualifies as a disaster that the, you know, Illinois Relief Foundation uh, is able to help with. So what what are the criteria that disasters meet there? Um, well, it's any tragedy that happens in the state um, and that is declared a disaster either by the state government or a local government. Okay. So it does have to kind of come from a official capacity of a, of a disaster declaration? Right. Unless... Uh, They don't declare it a disaster, but there's so much damage that we feel like we really should get in there and try to help out where we can. So what are some of the current uh, relief efforts that the foundation's currently working on? This year, the foundation responded to three disasters, the Southwest Illinois flooding in July, the Freeport-Stevenson County flooding in August, and the Chicago-Austin neighborhood gas explosion in September. In the flooding situation, severe flooding damaged many homes and displaced homeowners. 
For an example, we received an application from a family who lost an entire wall of their home and they were displaced. Their home was deemed uninhabitable. In a moment like that, you know, you often just think like, well, what do you do <laughs> and stuff? So it's it's obviously amazing that we have these people that can come and, and help like that. Uh, Catherine, let's turn uh, to you now. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the situation in the uh, Austin neighborhood? Like what happened? Uh, how did you hear about it? And uh, how did you get involved with it? Sure. So... Uh, this happened on the west side of Chicago in the Austin neighborhood. It was building explosion. It was um, caused by natural gas. Um, unfortunately, there were um, there were at least eight people injured. One of them was a fatality. So there was one. Um, unfortunately, someone lost their life in this explosion. Um, and you know, it was, although it was all over the news and, and it was just everything you were hearing about here in the neighborhood. Um, I actually have a sister who lives two blocks away and she just, she said, she literally thought we had an earthquake in the city. Um, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it was a, it was pretty much terrible. So after this happened, uh, we understand that you kind of took some steps to get involved with the local alderman, uh, Alderman Taliaferro. Um, what steps did you take to coordinate with him? And how did that help with the victims coming forward? Yeah, so I connected with the community um, organizer in the alderman's office. Um, and I was like, hey, we have, you know, this realtor relief funds and we really want to help. So they were really excited to receive that phone call. We were one of the first ones to kind of step up to to help the victims. Um, and so they were really excited to get that call. Um, they, primarily, they were getting help by, um, with a nearby church. They provided shelter. They provided food. Um, and a lot of the necessities that were needed at that moment. So we worked with the church to get a list of all the tenants, along with the landlord's information, um, coordinated with the landlord so he could provide uh, the necessary documents because a lot of these families didn't have these documents anymore. Um, everything they owned was pretty much just gone, damaged. Um, so we coordinated together with the landlord and got all the necessary information needed. I kind of did like a thing of it. I was a Saturday. We decided I decided to get some donuts, refreshments, and we said, "Hey, let's get as much as um, as many of them as possible over here to the alderman's office," um, which we did. And we had at that day we had at least eighteen to twenty applicants that day which was great. And the alderman himself actually sat down and helped um, helped me um, get these applications filled out. And, um, you know, it, it was great. It was a great effort, um, but it just, it was also a really unfortunate and like sad moment. Yeah. And well, I mean, you know, just listening to that, like, you know, obviously what we're dealing with here are, you know, these incredibly tragic circumstances. But ultimately, when you have a good community, when you have good support, what comes from that is unifying and is, you know, the ability for people to pull together and help each other out. Um, and nothing else really matters at that moment, does it? Uh, anything in the world. It's just about uh, helping people. Um, and of course, that's what the foundation does at its core um, every single time. Um, so, you know, uh, Brandy, 
Kathy, turning back to you here. Um, you know, so in the case of the flooding disasters this year, uh, what kind of assistance specifically did we uh, at the foundation offer to those victims? The foundation is offering assistance to people who were displaced by flood damage or had their primary residence damaged by the flooding. Pretty much, you know, homes being, you know, torn up, uh, foundations, walls, anything kind of like that. Are there any specific examples from like uh, the applications or something like that that kind of like stand out to you? Any stories um, of these, uh, you know, of the, the relief efforts that we have to put forth there? Uh, we did receive a nice thank you note from an elderly woman who was uh, had a lot of damage to her home and was able to um, to get temporary shelter paid for with the assistance of us. So that was very touching. Yeah. And flooding is such a horrible disaster mm -hmm. to go with. You know, it damages everything. Yeah, yeah. And it really just kind of, <laughs> you have to just start from the ground up again, don't you? I mean, there's, there's no easy fix to flood damages there. And what are the limits um, for the assistance from the foundation when someone applies? Relief assistance is limited to a maximum of 500 per household, and assistance is for housing relief only. Um, you know, in terms of the uh, foundation's work in these tragic events, um, you know, are there any numbers that we do have, like people that, how many people we've helped or uh, how much we've been able to um, give in financial assistance this year in, like, specifically even uh, in, like, Freeport, Stevenson County, the southern parts of the state? Are there any uh, figures that we can give our members? We can. Um, we still actually have applications that are trickling in. Wow, okay. We've helped 59 individuals for close to $29,000 in the Freeport-Stevenson County flood. And in the Southwest Illinois flood, we've helped three individuals for a total of $1,500. Man, I mean, like, it, just listening to all of this, it just reminds me of... Um, our recent fall business meetings when uh, Mike Ford um, from, you know, the Realtors Relief right. Foundation, the yeah. national organization was talking about all the stuff they were doing. And that just reminded me, you know, with the Southern Illinois, obviously Kentucky and all the flooding that happened there and stuff. And it's just devastation just it all over the been. place. It has been. I know the Realtor Relief Foundation has been very busy and there are times when we do uh, work along with them and try to get their assistance into some areas too when, there's a lot of damage. So obviously, extreme weather events are not going anywhere. Uh, when a disaster occurs in a member's community, who should they notify to try to get the foundation involved? How can a member get this information out to victims to let them know help is available? What do they need to know? Uh, members should just reach out to their local realtor association who can collect information and they can replay it back to me. And I mean, you know, it, it sounds like it really is that simple, isn't it? It's just like letting people know that it's there because in that moment... You know, nobody's nobody's thinking about like, oh, there's an application that I need to go get. You're thinking about where am I going to live? You know, how am I going to have like some assistance to pay for this stuff? Where are my kids going to go? <laughs> and, you know, out of that in steps the foundation to, to provide even even if it's just a little bit of a, of a peace of mind that can go so far, can't it? Right. Five hundred dollars can really help, you know, when you're uh, needing food, all of their foods needs replaced and having to get temporary shelter. So it's been great that we can offer that to these families. Thank you again, guys, for being here, taking your time to share with our audience today um, about your vital work with the foundation. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening, um, if you want to learn more about the Illinois Realtors Relief Foundation or find uh, where you can apply to get assistance, you can visit www.illinoisrealtors.com. 
dot org slash IRRF. All right, everyone. So thank you also listeners for joining us today on the latest episode of Illinois Realtors Weekly. Um, as always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice, please. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week. Thank you.